Hello, and welcome to another Meta Media Group production of On Purpose Magazine, featuring interesting, inspiring, educational, and entertaining stories, discussions, and interviews of purpose, with purpose, on purpose. Hello, everybody. This is J.W. Nigerian with On Purpose Magazine, and you're now listening to On Purpose Magazine's instructions on how to build your point of view, your backstory, your POV, as we call it. And we're here with Starley Murray, the uh, incredible Starley Murray from StarleyMurrayLive.com. She's done over 3,000 interviews on TV and uh, media herself. She's got numerous, numerous clients, American Idol, uh, top name celebrities that she's helped uh, with their promotions and their shows and getting them ready for interviews. So she's like the perfect person to really help us break down this point of view and, and what it is. Now, On Purpose Magazine has four questions we're going to ask you for the contest. And these four questions are going to help you really break down what your point of view, your backstory um, about your book and yourself and your story is all about. So we're going to go over those questions, and then Starley is going to actually get into a little detail to help you if you're stuck uh, answering the questions. Now, you can do this. There's no correct way to write out your point of view. You can, you can, I'm sure there are some of you out there that are so creative that you could come up with something we'd never think of in a million years and blow us away, and we're ready for that. We're ready for that for sure. Uh, so, you know, don't think for a second that you have to follow a rule. I, I will ask you to follow this rule. Um, keep it short. If you make it really, really, really long, I don't care how incredible it is, uh, you know, I, I'm, it's going to be tough. I, I need it short. So 150 words or less, or uh, I could possibly kick it out, okay? I mean, that's a rule you need to stick to. But otherwise, uh, you know, anything's possible. But let's get into this. Starley, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for coming on. I'm doing great, JW. Hey, thank you so much. And I, I couldn't agree more, you know, about keeping it short because I, I always say uh, on television or for supporting interviews for video, uh, the less you say, the more they hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a law of physics, for God's sake. <laughs> well, they have, uh, they have more to pay attention to because you um, shared with them short, impactful statements, and so their mind can really absorb that and ponder it over the next few seconds. Yeah, and very important. So really quickly, let's go over, because, you know, this is a different kind of contest. This is not about your book. Um, you know, we want you to have a good book. We tr we're just going to assume that your book is a great book, okay? Um, so, But here's the deal. Now that you've written the book, now that you've got it published, uh, now that you're out there, and by the way, your book does need to be published in order to be in the contest. It can't be something in your head. You have to have it available on Amazon, uh, at least somewhere. Um, so I don't care if it's published on demand or if it's self-published or if it's published by a big house. That's all fine. That's all cool. Um, but you need to have it published because otherwise uh, I'm not taking e-books that you just put out yesterday on your blog, Okay. Um, these are these are about real books and real authors. We've realized the point of view is the selling point and uh, and the point of everything that goes into promotion and marketing. And once you've written and published your book, your next and biggest step really is to promotion and marketing. Would you agree, Starley? Oh well, definitely. This is how people find out about you. Right. I mean, you just you, you know you write it, they will not come. You write it, they will not read. 
you really need to get out there and get people interested. You could talk about selling gizmos and widgets and gidgets, or you're talking about your book. People do not buy from people they don't know and trust. And you'd think, wow, if they just saw a really cool title of a book and a really cool picture on the book, wouldn't they just pick it up? You know, you know that happens. Absolutely, that happens. But um, well, they also have the to see that, too. That, well, yeah. You want, to, you want to definitely have a really cool title and a really neat picture that uh, compels people to pick it up. But what really compels people to pick it up, and this is the reason all the interviews in the world are done, that's why you're on uh, you know, the Tonight Show or radio shows, it's really what they want to know is about you. Even if they've read your books before. If you hear birds in the background, by the way, it's because I stepped outside. It just finished raining, and it's gorgeous out here. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Perfect. Um, <clears throat> exactly. So the birds are chirping. It's a great day, and the clouds are awesome. But anyway, getting back to the, the selling of a book, um, interview processes and getting out there and selling it, they, people really want to know about you. They want to know who you are, what the book's about. They, they want to know more. So these are the four questions I came up with, and Starly went over them. She likes the questions, but she went into more detail where she gives you her oh, years and years of experience and helps us break down exactly how to write this out. So let me over the first question with you, um, Starley, and that is, who is the author? I want you to give me, in a, in a really short, concise way, I want your story, your background, your history, or something interesting that might uh, tie you to the book. And maybe you could elaborate a little bit more on what, what we want to see, Starley. Sure, and I tend to talk two ways. One is in a coaching training way, which I'm just going to say JW will cut me off when I've talked too long. And the other way is where I talk on uh, television, which is uh, more in sound bites and it's uh, short, impactful statements. Um, so I'm going to do a little combination of both. I'm going to start off with at least saying, JW, you're so correct when authors don't understand why people aren't gravitated to their message or their story um, when they have this such a you know amazing story or message and it's just because uh first of all the audience doesn't even they may not even know you're there and if they mm -hmm. do know you're there how do you how do you get them to relate to you so first of all you're going to want to share your experience about your background uh history which is often called your backstory you need to give the reader a way to connect to you and a reason to connect to you. Um, you're going to want to concentrate your story on, if at all possible, something that's maybe inspirational or maybe it was something exciting that happened in your life. But also, you know, please understand that you don't have to have, you know, a success story like Mess to Success or something groundbreaking or controversial. You don't discount the power of other people relating to you if your experience is common. It doesn't have to be action-packed. Remember that it's these common threads that are strong connections. I've often spent hours talking with someone about we, we both had this Harlequin Great Dane, and it just been forever getting to know each other, and all of a sudden we wanted to do business with each other because it had one common thread. Um, develop your backstory and uh, share your emotions to connect to your reader. If you feel disconnected to your own backstory because you're too shy or too humble to share it, uh, your reader may not be connected to you, and it's very important for them to be connected to you. And uh, I highly advise having a short one-minute as well as at least one, if not multiple, longer versions, maybe up to five minutes. And I like to give time frames because people will do 30 minutes on themselves and say, why didn't anybody check out my link? 
Um, you know, so usually, like, the shorter the better. Um, and uh, well, you need so, bo- and you need both for a couple reasons because I'm going to give yeah. you a 30 minute interview, which is great. I usually give um, best selling authors. They always tell me you got six minutes with me, and I go, okay, great. And then an hour later, they're still talking. Um, and uh-huh. people really get into learning who they are and what's going on and what makes them tick. But on the other hand, sometimes you get on drive time radio show or you get on the evening news. They give you three minutes, and that and that counts. That's the three minutes. That's and that counts the question and True. the introduction that you get from the moderator. So. True, but the 30 minutes that you're talking about is what I call an amazing birthday gift or Christmas gift. And right. this is, there's a lot of value in there. Um, and that's, that's great that, that someone would have that connection, uh, through you. And, uh, very often in order for, uh, if, if, if someone's promoting themselves through, say, the media, if they have that one minute South Bite, uh, you know, that's going to be something to get them to, you know, draw attention to themselves. What they automatically get through you, that 30 minutes, the average person doesn't realize you've already done this work. You have this big audience. So those readers are already dedicated. They know that there's going to be these juicy, you know, valuable 30-minute interviews. It's more of a dog-eat-dog world outside of the on-purpose magazine situation Mm -hmm where um, people have to introduce themselves in a minute and they're lucky uh, that, that someone will listen to them on television or YouTube and they have to keep it to a minute. So what you provide is way more valuable. It's just uh, <clears throat> not as common. <laughs> no, you definitely have to have that what they call the elevator pitch ready and because that's much more common than getting a 30-minute interview at a magazine. Yeah, so what you brought up is more valuable and it's true. It's just it's a little understated here because it's just not so um, readily available. Um, it's readily available through you, <laughs> which is great, which is well, why it's Almost readily a- available. I, I only offered in limited amounts, but... <laughs> Oh, there you go. Well, when you do offer it, though, um, it's still it's 30 minutes. When I look at YouTube and television, how many 30-minute ones actually get watched? So yours, you are an exception, and that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why it's so valuable. Well, thank you for that. Okay, so let's. we just talked about who is the author. This is a question you need to answer so that people know who you are, first of all. Okay, so next question that I came up with is, what is the book about? What is the theme of this book? We need a short description of the book and or the story or just what this what is this book? When people ask you about your book, you need to be able to answer this. So go ahead, Starley. Uh, give us some great insight into how to really answer that question. I tell you what, uh, there may be more than one way to look at your book. How you present your book or your theme or your genre, that in itself can be a form of branding because you have to remember that you have multiple different kinds of audiences. So like we were talking before, if you, if you wrote a children's book, but the children's book had something to do with how to save your allowance or how to do your first lemonade stand, you have two audiences there. It might be parents, or you could have three audiences. You might have the other children you know, at that reading level, and you might have people in the world of finance. So you have to ask yourself, what are your strongest uh, genre or themes? If you have more than one, you likely, you know, may have. And then, but you need to prioritize them. And it's okay to promote all of them, but uh, you want to have a little bit of a sense of purpose so you can uh, stay on track. 
when you develop a description of the book, you want to make sure that you are, you know, you're hitting all of the major senses like sight and sound and taste and touch because people are more drawn in. This is what inspires us and what uh, motivates us. And so uh, I know that this works in television and video and definitely um, in radio interviews. So you want to be able to also describe things very visually and, you know, the rich textures and colors or anything that relates to the, the, the description of your book or your story, if, if you can connect more of a, of, a, of a visual sense, that's very, very strong. Um, and, you know, I say all this, and at the same time, I'm saying keep it short and impactful. So you think about all of this, and then you go back and do a little bit of an edit on yourself, and then and you basically come out with uh, sound bites and, uh, and taglines, which these are basically shorter ways of expressing, you know, or, or describing the book and the story. And um, and, and then you, you kind of want to be repetitive with it. Um, some people will say, well, I feel like that's I'm like an actor or I'm, these are lines and I'm saying the same stuff over and over and it's not sincere. Oh, my gosh, these are your words, right, and your message from the heart and things you believe in. So they are sincere. In fact, you believe in them so much that you're going to repeat them. You, you believe in them enough to where you can repeat them over and over and still have that, that passion. It's right. just like if you say, I love you to your, you know, a family member. Those are the same three words year after year, but, you know, they're impactful. So you want to also be purposeful in the order of which you're presenting your words. Like when you're working, like you said, your elevator speech, you don't mm-hmm. start off, GW, with uh, me, 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 I, I, I. You start off with what's in it for them. So it has a lot to do with when you're describing the description of the book, it's good to say what motivated me, but um, get as close up there towards the top is in how that relates to other people. So when you are giving that short description, um, try to keep in mind of how it's coming off to the other person's ears or eyes. Right, and you will be repeating some of this stuff because one of the next questions is, um, you know, uh, kind of gets into it a little more. It's probably the, the last question, but... The next question here, and we just answered um, how to write a description about your book and how to make it sound, how to try to make it sound compelling. And I like what you said about keep short, keep short, keep short. We've all learned, uh, uh, Twitter users at least have learned how to put pack a lot into 140 characters. And that's kind of what you need to do. You need to tell the whole story in the most compelling way in the least amount of room. And mm-hmm. that's not easy to do, but that's... Uh, you know, hey, you're a writer. Figure it out, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it, it is really going to help you a lot. And so this is something you might want to write out in long form and then just start breaking it down, breaking it down, breaking it down till you come up with something really sharp. Yep. Okay, okay, the next question is, why did you write this book? What compelled you to write the book? And why you and not someone else? And I think that's important, why you and not somebody else. Because, for instance... There's a, a lot of people that have cancer, and thus a lot of people have written books about them overcoming cancer. So if you're writing a book on overcoming cancer, why are you writing another book on overcoming cancer? What, what was your, what's unique about yours? Why are you doing this? Why did you need to write this particular story? Does that make sense? And could you elaborate on that to help people an- answer this? 
Oh, sure. I mean, I 100% agree. And uh, that's the first thing that is usually going to be asked of you at a, at a media interview. And that's one of the things that's going on in the back of the reader's mind before they even decide to turn the book over or open it. Right. They're, and, on, they're on the Amazon page, and they've got when they type in cancer book, they have 100 books staring at them. What, which one, why would they choose yours? Right. And, you know, J.W., how often people choose books or deciding whether they want to go a little deeper into reading the back cover or open it is right. they're also they're very stimulated by visuals, too. So if you if you happen to have a book and it's about aviation and there's a picture of you next to a plane, that could be helpful or or it's just sometimes there's a mood in, in the type of graphics that you choose. Um, so visuals, are, you know, can be stimulating for your covers. Um but another thing is, is and this is one of my signature tips in coaching, is to combine your unique backstory in with your special interests to give you a, a fusion of, of something that, that helps to separate you from others, you know, because one of your questions is why you and not somebody else? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if you have that fusion and it's really pretty different, that, that could be one of those things that it's why you and not somebody else. You know, because I'm one of the few people that, you know, came from this background, but I have this unique skill. And just that alone, I mean, people are inspired by things that are, that they can either relate to or or things that, well, I'll go back to that inspire them. And so, uh, you know, why did you write this book? They want to know. And so you're going to have more than one why. And uh, the more unique that you can position yourself, uh, the better. Like you said, there's multiple books about cancer, but if yours is, you know, um, you know, uh, something that, that, that where they can tie into, it has timeline. It says, you know, something in, in you know, a discovery in, in 15 days of, of this or that or, um, you know, foods that have been known to heal, but at the same time, you know, there's different blood types or whatever. I mean, it might be something extremely niche, and that that's probably what it's going to end up being to help right. separate and I would say that you, I wouldn't even bother answering the second part of that question if if you're writing something like you said very niche. In other words, if you're if you're the president of the United States and you want to write about the story of you being president, you don't have to say why it was you who decided to write the book. <laughs> we know. Yeah. We're we're interested already. That's fine. So just so don't waste your words. Uh, but you might still want to talk about what why, why did the president decide to. Uh, write a book in the first place. We always want to know that, right? Yeah, definitely. And uh, the other thing is, is uh, if you happen to be um, uh, fortunate enough to where that why happens to fall within newsworthy uh, type content, then uh, that's really, really helpful too. Because when it comes time to promote your book, mm-hmm. then you can tie in during certain timely media. Uh, uh, seasons out of the year. So, you know, if your if your book has something to do with, uh, you know, um, the military, you know, there there are many different holidays. There's many different times um, where, you know, uh, the military is celebrated or acknowledged, or there's breaking news. All of a sudden, you know, your book becomes mm-hmm. uh, a source of interest. Um, it it could be uh, a supportive uh, tool with what's going on in the news. So, you know, just see if you're, you know, uh, what compelled you to write and why you're different. If you can tie it in with what's newsworthy, um, you know, that that's really going to be powerful publicity for you. 
You know, and you brought up a really good point because a lot of people, you know, not everybody, but a lot of people use their book as a, as a, as a calling card or, or a way to get to speaking places. And uh, if you're going to, if you're writing something that is about event or timeliness or that kind of breakdowns, like you said, the military thing, um, this is something that's going to occur. Uh, they're going to want to call you on as a person. You, since you wrote a book, you know, that I've, talked to several authors, a 9-11 widow and, and somebody who was working at Lehman when it crashed. So every time something comes up in the economy, this guy's asked to come in and talk on CNBC, and every time 9-11 comes around, she's asked to make a statement to the press. You're going to continue to get these speaking engagements, um, whether you want them or not. <laughs> if, <laughs> it's a good thing. If Yeah, if you if you talk about this kind of stuff. So this is yeah. uh, it depends on what you want, what you're trying to get out of your book, and what you're trying to lead to later on. But these things can be very important to point out now. Definitely. Um, I'm sorry, did I stop you from finishing your thought? No, no, definitely. I, I think that we're right on, right on the same page. Okay, great. So we just answered the question, or you just answered the question wonderfully. <laughs> uh, why did you write this book? And so the next question... Um, and this is, the, this is kind of the all-important question besides the first one. I think this is the first one about who you are. Um, and this last one are the two most important questions you can answer. And that is, why should someone read this book? Why should someone read this book? And who should read this book? Who will this book entertain, inspire, educate, or help? Um, people, I think it's very important to really be clear on this point. Am yeah, I, I, it's off? crucial. Yes, okay. Yeah, well, you know, JW, we just said what, what compelled you to write the book because people want to know, but then we immediately followed up with why should someone else read the book. This has so much to do with the kind of the what's in it for me that's subconsciously in the back of everyone's mind. And you have to realize that just we think this way not because we're self-centered or selfish people. We think this way because it's a form of self-preservation. It's a form of um, if you if you truly want to provide service for someone else, you have to know what your tools are, your internal well, more, tools. You know, what's, what's really important about this question to me is if you you answer the other questions, who am I, why did I write this book, why should I be the one who wrote this book, etc.? Those questions really come down to, you know what? You're allowed. Everybody in the world is allowed to write a book, okay? Uh, you all have a story. Go tell it. Great. But if you're going to promote it, if you're going to sell it, you better know what value that it has to others. Or it's, it's like inventing a widget. If I invent a widget that only helps me, then there's no value to anybody else, and so I'm I'm being an idiot to go out there and try to promote this thing to others. So it really have to have this clear in your head. This is really am, am common, I, JW. This is really common because we'll have authors that have amazing, uh, beautiful messages, but they don't know how to relate it to people. And if you're the only ambidextrous person out there in the world, you know, your book is, you know, needs to cover left-handed, right-handed, or <laughs> it just, you need to ask yourself, who's your audience? So first of right, all, you're right. going to want to list all the reasons that your book can help people and potentially make a difference even. Um, and then, so list them all. I mean, just go crazy. Try, I mean, if you can list up to 30 reasons, I mean, whatever you could do. Or three reasons is fine, too, but list as many as you can. Secondly, what I, what I teach and is And then double to, that number. Yeah, and then double that number. <laughs> go back with fresh eyes and a, and a cup of coffee, you know? Right. So then, 
categorize the ones that can help people, and I suggest these three areas. First of all, categorize how it can help them immediately in the other person's life, like instant, just add water, because we're a very instant gratification society. So one, I'd like to see that. And two, sorry, I'm in the coaching mode. And two, um, you know, then you're going to want to list the things that can help them in the long term, like long-term life quality or long-term value, deep value. Um, List all of those. And then three, you're going to want to list the things just, you know, something that just makes them laugh or smile or just kind of feel good about themselves or, or even possibly that there may be just a part of something that's that's amazing, that's bigger than themselves. So it could be anything from that little light laugh or smile to just, wow, I'm a part of a movement here. Anything in the – is that third area that I'm talking about, okay? It's just right. kind of a feel-good thing. You're going to take those three areas – all those, you know, other three categories, and you're just going to pick the top one, your favorite, out of those three, okay? And then this is what you're going to present is why someone should read your book because this is very much what's in it for them, short-term, long-term, and it's just going to make them feel good. You okay? know, this is crazy because, you know, I'm the kind of person, the first thing I think of is there's no way I could pick one. I would have to have the top three. And, you know, and this is what sh- this is what. This is, this is what you want to get to when you're so passionate about what you just put together and why and, and the value of this thing that you've created. When you get that passionate that you, oh, I can't have just one favorite. I got five that are my most favorite. When you get that passionate, you know you got something. That's right. And, you know, if you need a little help, then you sometimes can't come up with one. You may want to start a new, you might want to get a job somewhere else. <laughs> Time to st- start a new book. But you might yeah. find that there's some hidden jewels in there, well, wall boarding with someone else. I notice that when I do coaching, I pull things out of people they didn't realize was in there. Um, but, yeah, like I agree with you that you need to have multiples in there, whether they're you discovered them yourself or you had to rediscover your material. But there needs to be multiples. What's in it for me, for your um, your reader? Right. Well, there it is. Uh, <laughs> you know, take all these. This consultation is something that uh, I, you know, I'm so happy to get Starley to give us. I mean, um, this is this is this is gold, and she charges big bucks for this. And I'm telling you right now, the fact that she's given this away for free just for just to help me out. Um, you know, I just yeah, it chokes me up to be honest with you. I'm, I really uh, so appreciate. Uh, First of all, you know, we're good friends. We love to hang out together and we love to do projects together. So, you know, that's what friends do. But still, this is her business, and she takes her business extremely seriously. So to give up this kind of time for me, I I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, Starling. Thank you, JW. Well, that means a lot to me, too. I'm going to try not to get choked up as well because I know you and I are two big givers, and people don't realize that most of our conversations about, you know, uh, how we feel so blessed when when someone's done something for us, but mostly how we're excited about when we can have the honor to do something for someone else. And uh, you know, you're right. I'm a workaholic, I, uh, and it's because I love what I do. I, I'm in three to five cities a month, and I work 80 to 100 hours a week. And and 
I'm just honored to be able to have any of that time to be able to do projects related to you because you're a truly inspirational person. You do so much for other people. And, you know, I just like to take a page out of your book from time to time. And, and you know, you help keep me honorable and honest because you want to surround yourself with these kinds of people uh, that are great service leaders so you can continue to be an admirable service leader yourself. So thank you, JW, so much, really. Oh, shucks. Oh, <laughs> shucks. You know, what, what people don't know is, because you've spent so much wonderful time with me, uh, but you've been spending time with me over the last three days, and if people really know how, uh, we don't get to talk as often as I'd like to, because every time I call you, um, I, by the way, I usually talk to you through your assistants, <laughs> as you know. I know all your assistants like good old friends now. <laughs> And um, and they're always calling me, J.W., you know, uh, she's flying here, she's on a plane there, she's just getting in a car here, and then I'll get texts from you. I just got out of the car, I just got in the car, I just getting on the plane, I'm just leaving this thing, I'm just getting, going up on stage. Uh, we have five minutes to broadcast time, so it's like I'll catch you when I catch you. And so we usually get together maybe once every couple of weeks, if, you know, between your all your stuff that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So for you to give me three or four days like you have to really get in and, and just to help others really get this point of view thing down, because I know there's no there's very few people out there that can do it the way you can do it is just amazing, and I thank you for that. And um, I'm really excited to work with you on the contest because I think uh, you saw it right away. I know you did because that's why you're here, and that is uh, um, that we're giving away something really special and that we're focusing on the right thing to get to help people to really build on their marketing and start their marketing out. Um, I know you see that. I know you believe in that, and I know that's your hope for all the authors out there. Oh, definitely. This is such a valuable thing. Um, I'm like you. I can only take on so many custom or private coaching um, or, in, or one-on-one services at a time because, you know, there's only so many hours in a week. And so what mm-hmm. I see that this does is it helps so many people because just entering the contest in a, on its own, even if you didn't win, is, is a valuable education and experience in itself. And so it just makes me feel proud to participate in it because it, it does let you help a lot more people um, and that's we, you and I want to do that. We just want to help, and, the, and it's a, it's a great greedy feeling to know that you can give uh, in the masses, that you can give, you know, on a on a bigger level. So, um, no, this is an amazing thing, and I'm real proud of you that you came up with this, and uh, and I'm proud to be connected to it. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm going to at the bottom of this page. <clears throat> I'm going to put a contents area. Um, this is going to be this point of view thing is is really made to help you. Uh, win this contest and give and, and put your best together so that when you're done with this contest, you have uh, hopefully, uh, and Starling Murray can help you with this too, and that is getting your picture together. We're, we've talked at length about how you help a lot of your people put, oops, excuse me, uh, put their pictures together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's always a big point of contention. You want to get your picture, you want to get your bio together, and maybe if, if you comment on this and you let us know, maybe um, – I can get Starley back here to really go into detail about how, you know, what's the best way to do your picture, should you smile, not smile, uh, how to set up a really good bio, uh, because these are things that you you should know, and, um, you know, I don't want to overtax Starley, but if uh, I get enough feedback from this, we'll try to get Starley back uh, to, um, you know, help us with some of those details. Oh, yeah, that's I just put you great. on the spot, Starley, sorry. I've got, uh, I have over... Three hours of content on headshots. I'm sure I could squeeze something into 15, 20 minutes with you that would be the, high, the highlights. <laughs> yeah, I think you 
We're only going to get we're only going to get the sub the subject title line of that, but yeah. <laughs> but the good stuff. <laughs> the good stuff, right? No, that's great, Starling. Um, thank you again. This is J.W. Nigerian, everybody, for On Purpose Magazine. Uh, we're so excited about uh, the contest. This is the author book contest that we're not where we don't review your book. We review your promotion, your point of view, your backstory, and the winner of the who writes shows us uh, you know who breaks blah, 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 easy for me to say the person who writes the best backstory um, and point of view is going to win one of our gold packages. Uh, check it out on the site. You're going to love it. It's going to give you a full interview and page and uh, that you can put out to the um, to promote and market all the, all the best stuff for your marketing effort and all the details are there. Anyway, everybody have a great day, a better tomorrow, and thanks again, Starling. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Meta Media Group production of On Purpose Magazine. You can find On Purpose Magazine at onpurposemagazine.com. On Purpose Magazine and JW On Purpose is the property and is a trademark of Meta Media Group, and this audio is copyright 2012, and all rights are reserved.